This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Wholesome Monk Podcast. Your boy, Wholesome Monk here. And today, join me again is Brother RJ. How are you doing, man? Doing well, thank you. That's great. Uh, I'm super excited to have you back because, again, you're killing it in the content creation game. You know, I've seen I've seen you on uh, Viz Media doing your thing, vibing, profiling, doing awesome stuff. And it really made me want to have you back on because your creative process, and I mean this in no little way, is very interesting to me, um, speaking like just from my perspective, because the amount of work I know goes into it, even if I don't see you work, like I know what has to go into doing what you do. And then seeing the final product is just so refreshing to see you be able to get, I know what it's like to, to put this much work in. And then even like when you're done recording, editing, then it's like the next kind of hard step, which is like actually putting it out there and hoping it's received well. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I guess talk to me a little bit about that, like creative process. Like, what's it like? Like, what's it like in RJ's head when it comes to building a concept and then executing it? So... (laughs) <laughs> sometimes it's a mess so I do have my like um I have my little notebook that saves me a lot I have my notes app um whenever I get an idea like a big idea um something that's going to be pretty difficult I write it down I um type it out because if I, it's in my head I'll lose it um I go from there then I kind of just start to think about it I'll start to say it out loud um listen to the song over and over um and basically throughout the week I will start thinking of that idea so like any sort of downtime during work, I might start off in this space um, and just like think about it um, on my drive to work, um, wherever. Um, and from there, it's just like um, really just trying to practice what I need to like, if I need to learn Japanese, I'll start learning those lines. Usually, sometimes I don't have time. Um, if I need to like work on a sort of body language or body movement I'm not used to, I'll practice that and learn that. Um, no one gets to like the filming time. Um, I try and just like set out a chunk of time. Um, so I never like wing it. I'm like, I know from like this time to this time I'm gonna be filming. Um, and I'm just like pretty focused um, and just go for it. And then I usually edit because that's so draining. I need to take time to recharge and then <laughs> about the editing later, which is usually the scarier part. Um, editing is, I mean, filming is like the hard part to like get into, but editing you're like is it gonna work is this all gonna be for nothing (laughs) no i 100 feel you on that i feel like when it comes to when it comes to the editing process because not only like yeah sometimes you look over what you're filming but sometimes it looks really different on the on the computer sometimes like completely Mm -hmm. out of focus and you're like well shit that was like four or five different movements that took me like six hours to film and I can't refilm it today or the sun's gone or my lights, this and mm-hmm. they, all these different things. So to see how you know meticulous you, you take it, I think it's important. I feel like a lot of people wing it. And while that's great and some people that works, but it's like that's if you work a lot and you got a lot going on, it's just not mm-hmm. it's not um, sustainable. If, if anything else, if nothing else, it's not sustainable enough. Uh, talk to me about about how you pick and choose which projects you want to do because if you're who i think you are if you're like me in any way in creation and i feel like we're a lot similar in some aspects there's a lot of ideas we want to do 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really hard to eliminate it because it's a creative, especially if you have your creative juices going or you're on like a, you're on a roll, especially on a roll, you want to do everything, but you know, you can't. So tell me about mm-hmm. the process of elimination. Right. How does that go through? Yeah. So I try to, um, have a mix of really big ideas and a mix of really like, like easily doable, manageable ideas. Um, and then I try to say, hey, I really want to get this one video done at least. And then everything else, like even though I want it all to be done, it's just not as important. Um, so I try and find like um, a couple or a few that like I really think um, work well or I really resonate with. So like this week, for instance, um, I was, I'm trying to finish Itadori stuff this weekend. Um, and there's a couple of big concepts that are really difficult. I'm like, I want to get these two done at least. Everything else, if they don't happen, that's fine. Um, so it really just depends on like, um, sometimes there's like certain scenes I feel are more relevant to like certain trends. Sometimes there's certain scenes I just like, I personally would just like more. Um, so it really just depends, but I always try to remember I can't do it all. So I make sure I have a, like a priority list and everything else just falls around that. No, I think that's definitely important is to make like, like you said, priority list that you can use to, to see, okay, well, this is more, this is easier to execute, or maybe this is an idea that if I workshop a little bit more, mm-hmm. I can get more simplified down. Whereas like, it'll be, it'll still have the impact I want it to have, but it'll be easier for me to make because more thought mm-hmm. or more time was given to it. So sometimes you have to like readjust things. I do that a lot too. Cause when people don't, I feel like what people don't understand even if you don't craft your cosplays or you don't have a cosplay that has like multiple moving pieces, it's still a lot to like do wardrobe changes by yourself. Cause essentially we're doing a job of like five different departments, um, including the acting part, which is already yeah. the most like a really draining. Um, so especially mm-hmm. you don't have experience with makeup or special effects or this and that, there's just so much that goes into doing skits or, or doing videos. Or then if you, you do reviews, like I do is like, you have to watch, the joint first and then you have to like take notes and it's like it's not like watching it for enjoyment it's like you're watching it in the purpose of critiquing or to like recall certain things you have to watch it rewind to do different things it takes a lot of time uh to do that mm-hmm. too so i definitely admire people who who put forth their own way to make like content go about the content creation process now Again, there's no secret. We've seen you on Vizmia. We've seen you do your thing. We've seen you in the over IG. Talk to us a little bit about like your, what was that experience like? Because Vizmedia, for people who watch this know who Vizmedia is, but for those that don't, it's a huge publishing company that is responsible for a lot of cool stuff in the manga slash any space. So talk to me about that experience. Like what was, what was, was your mind blown? Were you like, this is another day in RJ's life. So like, let's, let's, let's get this out of here. <laughs> Uh, I honestly had like, I think I had an anxiety attack once I got the email. I would too, um, so it's okay. I was at work and it was like, yeah, I, I think I was on a break or was like a really slow day or something. I got an email. No, I got, um, I think I, I just saw like my messages or my um, my notifications on Instagram and I saw like this media comment and I thought it was a joke at first. I thought someone was impersonating them. And so I'm like, why would you, that's funny. Let me just click your profile to see what you make. And I saw the blue check mark and I was like, oh. <laughs> and then they're like, check your DMs. And I checked it and they said they want to work with me. And I just like, nothing else mattered for that like 10 minutes. I was just like, 
okay, I need to think of a video. I can't have the music I already know that how am I going to film this how hard do I want to film um I what character am I going to do like all these thoughts are rushing through my head um and then I kind of like zone back and I'm like oh yeah I gotta like work but luckily <laughs> I didn't have a, I didn't have a phone call so it was fine um so yeah like once I calmed down I was kind of um just like all right time to use like all the stuff you learned about like talking to brands um saying what you can and can't do um, and then just like going from there. So like it went from like really anxious to like, it's kind of like game time. And it's now like, this is the thing you're waiting for. And now it's time to show that you can make something really cool. That's I, I really, that's yeah. I really like how you were that and how like your mindset was about that. Cause I feel like, again, it's one of those things where, um, you know, luck is like opportunity meets preparedness, you know, cause like you, you mm-hmm. got the opportunity, but you're also prepared to capitalize on this opportunity. And if you didn't do that, it wouldn't be called if, if it didn't if you didn't do those two things it wouldn't be called luck it'll be called misfortune or you know bad luck or things like that <laughs> so uh mm-hmm. the fact they're able to do that and kind of like key in and lock into what you want to do is, is really impressive and the quality of the video was obviously great and you know seeing Thanks. already your all your other content you know we we i could see that for that video in particular i could see the stuff you learned over time from maybe like your most viral video to like some of the stuff you just experiment with and some of the um, different experiences and fun you have with different videos and put into that one. So when it came mm-hmm. to the concept, I, like I know you were at where usually that's how it happens. Usually it's like at noon or something and they contact you, like cold call you type thing. And it's like, here you go. This is a huge opportunity that anyone in your shoes would be dying for. Good luck. Uh, and I know you're at work, but yeah, deal with this and try to work for another six hours uh, <laughs> and then go home. Um, so what was the, what was the final, like, how did you do the checklist? Like walk me through the checklist of like, okay, I want to do this character. I want to do, um, I want to do this character. I want to do with this method. Like, is there any, is there any checklist that went through that? So like my default is mainly to each or mainly to anonymity because they said they like my JJJ content. And not to be the only like serious JJK character I had at the time. Like right now, Ichidori is kind of becoming the main one, and I'm looking into doing Ichichi later on. But I was like, okay, it's definitely gonna be Nanami. But I was like, how do I want to, like, how do I want to present Nanami? Because even though like he he's like pretty, um, he's like pretty standard. Like his emotions don't really change that much. He can be put in so many situations. Um, and so I started to think about. Um, they sent me like an example video, and I was like, okay, like, cool. But like, how do I make it RJ? Um, so I was like, in the end, I think what I want to do is make an ad that doesn't look like an ad in the beginning. Like I want it to look like a TikTok, like a video that I made. Um, and then I was like, okay, how do I do that without music? Um, and that was the big thing, not using music um, because I, I always use music. Music is like yeah. the guide for my videos. Um, and that's actually, how I created the concept I was like what if I made my own sounds and created a whole rhythm by myself and I could follow that rhythm to make a video and then I was like huh and the best way to do rhythm would be a fight scene because of fighting or like fighting there's a rhythm involved and then from there I was like okay can I do a fight scene by myself no I need to hit my friend Russ and then from there concept was made like hey Russ can you help me make a fight scene in the middle of the night um for this media and from there, I was like ironing out details. I was like, how do I incorporate martial arts? How do I maintain the character's um, mannerisms? 
Um, how do I take that and loop it in into an ad for a manga app? Um, so yeah, that happened over the course of maybe, um, I want to say like a week of just like trying to get an idea together. And then that concept, honestly, over a course of a month was like tweaked and rearranged. That's impressive. Cause I, I feel like for sure it's definitely like those, you know, those, uh, <clears throat> it's about the retooling and about, like we alluded to earlier about the retooling and about the, 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 okay, what can I do by myself? What can't I do by myself? What will be easier to do by myself or mm-hmm. easier with someone else and do those, do those different things. And now the video, you know, fast forward, the video came, comes out as well received. And so I'm curious too, because as someone who puts so much work into what you do for every video, um, has your, has your comment section gotten better? Is the comment section, is any better RJ? Yeah. Um, it was so weird. Well, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't weird. There was like a period. Um, so like when the video, when the Viz Media video came out, I had some racist comments. That one I was expecting. But like after that, there was a period, uh, it was like two or so weeks after, I was getting a bunch of racist comments against it. It, it like happened in the cycle. <laughs> I never know why, so I'm just like, okay. Oh, man. <laughs> um, and then it kind of died down, but um, yeah, overall my comment sessions have gotten better, and the video was like received really, really well. Um, like it was, it was mind blowing. I was like, wow, like all these people, um, even like my own like mutuals were just like, hey, like we love to like see you out here, like this, hire him again. And, like I was just like very, very touched. Um, like it was just super cool that people um, not only like supported my work. But supported me like being paid for my work and being acknowledged properly. No, that's that's super important because I feel like you know, <laughs> as I'm recording this, I just made like a really sappy thank you video to my mutuals because like I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, it's that constant support and communication that means so much to a content creator, especially since you know most content creators shoot by themselves. They don't have like a team a majority of the time or anything. So a lot mm-hmm. of it's just like there's so many moving pieces. You can't, sometimes you can't do everything in one day. Sometimes it takes weeks or months to just spit out, even a, especially if we were talking about just about TikToks, it can take a weeks up to a month to just get an idea from an, from an idea to the birth of an idea to like execution and actually posting it. There's so much that goes into it. And mm-hmm. sometimes like it's a really lonely process because sometimes like you said, it's just about your notes or your notes app or physically, or it's about like, you know, um, really getting into your own head and trying out these different um, looks or different designs, especially if you do uh, closet cosplays like yourself, I'm sure it's a lot of like, okay, what can I get that already have, or what can I get thrifted that would make sense for this character and help so good. Cause since you don't have like the, the official quote unquote cosplays, you have to really sell it with your acting and like with the, uh, with the so much you good. <laughs> Sorry. So oh, yeah, real yeah. quick, yeah. there was like a there was a fire fire house like it almost destroyed our house the other day. It got super windy, and I saw some stuff flying. I was like, "Uh oh!" But we're good. We're good. Okay, I'm making sure you're safe out there. Bro. I was like, "Uh oh!" Yeah. There was no, like stuff I... flying that I've never seen before. I think it was debris <laughs> from the fire. Holy shit! I was like, "Damn!" I already got taken out on my, on my <laughs> podcast. That's crazy. Um, but no, congrats on debris not falling into your room and also congrats on on the the viz media uh viz media thing so i was also curious about your 
anime watch history. So how do you decide? Because you are a very busy man. So how do you decide what anime you're going to watch? Like what goes into that? I feel like not, not a lot of people like to share that process. <laughs> uh, Street yeah. you know. So roughly last year, I realized that it's becoming um, like I have to actively watch anime now because <laughs> Since I'm an anime content creator, yeah. I'm spending so much time making content that I don't really have time to watch anime um, or the energy sometimes. Like, I just like, I just relax. And especially if it's subbed, I'm like, man, uh, I don't feel like <laughs> looking at the subs right now. Um, so I, I just kind of, it's a mix of, again, um, like what I've been watching and then things that I've wanted to watch. Um, so I recently watched Ranking of Kings um mainly because like so many people said it was amazing like okay fine i'll look into it um um and then watching spy family right now because i got hyped up so much now it's like it actually looks good and it is good um but it just depends on like am i feeling like watching things with other people because like i really enjoy now that i have the tiktok community watching things as they come out because there's just so much energy watching it with the community um, but then again, sometimes I'm like, you know what, I just want to watch what I want to watch. Um, so it just depends, but I do, I do have to limit it. Um, like I'm only watching right now, Spy Family every week and Young Justice, um, and everything else is on hold, but that's all I can fit. And that's fine. Look at the conviction. Uh, RJ knows he just set the anime community on fire and I love the passion behind his eyes as he said it. Cause he knew exactly what he did. Uh, but no, I agree with you because it's definitely... <laughs> it's definitely hard uh, i feel like people think like that's why i'm lucky enough that i've watched just so fucking much over like my i started at such a young age so i watched so much that i can just like pull back mm-hmm. from like previous experiences and cause like just cause like conception and stuff come from that opposed to, like new stuff because and sometimes that's what's easy about weekly is that you can it's easier to like watch five weekly shows if you want to because just like one episode each a week so it's easier to do that than mm-hmm. to like binge watch like all of Naruto or something like like over a couple of months or years or however long it takes people. Uh, so it's definitely, it's definitely one of those things, but I'm excited that you share the process. I know that's a dying question I've been seeing. I remember I was like, okay, let me, for this interview, I'm going to look into all your comments for like the past, like 32 videos, I think. And I was like, I'm going to see what people want to know. And that's mm-hmm. something people were like, RJ, like, you know, yo, why don't you, why don't you watch this? And it's so funny because people, people swear we have time, bro. People swear we got time. Right. I'm just like, bro. Yeah. I wish I did. Cause then mm-hmm. I wouldn't be as tired, but I am. Right. And it's hard to watch. So even though it, it, like, it's just hard to like en- enjoy what you're doing or watching if you only slept for mm-hmm. four hours a day. So, or whatever so and you work for like nine so like it's one of those uh situations but also i'm curious i know last time we talked about what got you into tiktok and like what motivates you but i want to re i guess i want to circle back again if you can tell people what got you into tiktok yeah so um there's a pandemic and i couldn't do any of my usual stuff which was like going out to like sometimes the mountains, um, dance studios, whatever, and filming other people doing martial arts, dancing, circus stuff. Um, and I was kind of stuck at home. 
And I saw like, I saw anime TikTokers, I saw cosplayers. I was like, what if I just tried that? What if I used the old Spike suit and like just a Spike for a video? Um, and then people loved it. Um, I can't remember if I also told you the backstory into like why I actually got a TikTok, like the app itself um, was because I was doing Taekwondo at the time. And one of my, well, not my, but one of the teenagers I trained with, he was like, Mr. Hooks, you should get a TikTok. I'm like, no, I'm not going to get a TikTok. I'm like, here, how about this? If you kick me in the head, when, no, if you beat me in the sparring match, like a scrimmage in our class, I'll get a TikTok. And um, we had these electronic pads and they kind of work differently than I was used to. And I thought I was winning. I looked at the score wrong. So I was just going easy. And the match like went off and he won. I was like, wait, what? I definitely kicked him harder. It definitely kicked him in the head more. One, it doesn't score headshots because it's just like an electronic, <laughs> it's just an electronic thing. And two, I looked at the wrong score. So he like technically won. I was like, I will download the app. So that's why I downloaded the app. And then like once I got on there, seeing all the anime stuff and just like having time, I was like, I'll try cosplay. And then I loved it. See, that's what what a Drake uh, to quote Drake. That's God's plan right there. Good for you, man. Out here, Viz Mia is definitely happy about it. <laughs> um, you know that that's that's great because I feel like that's just one of those things where it's like you never would have probably discovered it, especially if you're really adamant about against it at first. Like, so that's one of those things where it's just like things happen to work out some way, and you found your way to that. That's probably I will say this. I'll give you mm-hmm. I'll give you the award for having the most creative reasoning for downloading that. That is the most creative reasoning I've ever heard so far. Yep. This podcast. There's a lot of chance. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of chance and you not paying attention. So <laughs> I, I guess lastly, I want to touch on is like, I know you touched on your motivation this last time for why you keep doing, uh, you keep doing the, uh, you know, your content. But I was curious if you can reiterate what some motivations you have that keep you going. And a lot mm-hmm. of things have changed between that podcast episode in this, which was, I think that was in February and this recording this in May. So that's a couple, that's a, enough time where a lot can happen. So I guess, is there any new motivations? Like talk about your motivations currently and then if there are any new ones or anything changed. Um, so yeah, I honestly, I can't remember exactly what I said last time. So it could have changed, but going off of like how I feel now, um, my motivation. Um, so I do hope that one day I can do something media related for like an actual job or like a part-time job. Like, cause like right now I get like a tiny bit of money. People think I'm like rolling the money. I am not. Like I only recently <laughs> started to get like some stuff before and it was like pretty much like cents, pennies. Um, but I'm hoping like one day this all pay off and I can like use it to like start doing more vlogs, tutorials and just like do a job I'm happier with or happy with. Um, so that's probably the motivation. Like, yeah, this, everything I do is going to help me like build up a core little, like put myself out there. Um, another motivation is just like, it's the thing, like, it's still the thing that is mine and that I'm good with, good at, and, um, I can do whatever I want with. Um, so like people are like, why don't you take a break sometimes? Like when I'm really tired, I'm making my content. I'm like, even though I'm tired, like it like brings me so much joy to like have this thing for myself. Like I can go to work and like be cussed up by like angry patients and yell at, even though it's like not my fault. Um, be told I'm doing things wrong, like having mis- making mistakes, whatever. Um, or I can be like too tired to like work out or too tired to like sometimes like cook. I like order out or whatever. But like 
I still have like this energy and this passion to like film and create. And it still brings me joy to like know like that thing pretty much can never go wrong. Like I can like burn a meal, I can have a doctor's appointment, I can have a bad day at work, but the content I create is always like in my control. It's always like my happiness. And so like that, it just like keeps me going. Like it's always there for me. Um, so yeah, I always try to like, try to like nudge that to people when they're like super frustrated with the content or they're like, I don't know why I should create content. I'm like, well, you should think about that because like the reason I've been at it for so long is because I know like that I enjoy it. I know that no matter how it's received, it's exactly. my theme. So yeah. I'm actually very happy you echoed that because I, I say that dude, no one else like, I feel like no one else gets it because it's so hard to explain, like, especially to like a, like a random person. It's so hard to explain. Like my passion for it is so <clears throat> high that it could be seen as obsessive. I'm talking about like for me personally, like what I do, it <laughs> seems maddening. And like, cause I don't, I tr trust me, I'll take my breaks when I want to, I'll sleep when I need to do, you know, everything I gotta do, but best belief that at least probably once a day, at least I, it's been a while since I haven't done at least once a day. At least once a day, I'm doing something with content. If even if it's not mm -hmm. posting, it's behind the scenes. There's is is an obsession, and because I always taught to like give yourself to what you love and what you do, and the returns will come back to you. And I just really love, you know, the idea of just like creating content and then just like learning new stuff and getting new editing things. And that's how I got a lot of the jobs I have now is because of that obsession helped get me a job like you were uh, saying earlier, like that you're happy with, or at least that you happier with. And I feel like it's so hard. Like when I see people get frustrated, I'm like, I don't say it, but I'm like, good. Because like that frustration doesn't have to always lead to like some a negative emotion. You know, like we get frustrated mm -hmm. all the time with like everything. And that's just because like you care or it means a lot to you or it, whether it's because you're dependent on it or because, you know, for other, other reason, I'm like, it's okay to get frustrated that you didn't get the views you would have liked, or you feel like you don't, you deserve to whatever. It's, it's different. You shouldn't get like, let it control you, but it's okay to get frustrated because yes. you really just care. Like it's, you just yeah. care. You just care. And I feel like people, I don't blame it because I see a lot. Sometimes my 40 pages even animates, unfortunately, somehow. So like, I see a bunch of these like TikTok suggestions, all this other stuff. And I'm like, no, these people want you to really panic. I was like, no, it's okay. Or want you to feel bad. Like, and, and I feel like people fight with the idea of becoming a content creator. Like, oh, I don't want to become a content creator. Cause like they associate it with like all the headassery that happens with some of the bigger content creators or people out there or celebrities or whatever. I was like, no, you can get that out of your head. That's like, I don't know what that is. That could be ego or whatever talking, but like, you're just a human being. Like you, if you know who you are, it's okay because you know who you are. You know that's not. It should not change you. It'll just help reflect more of the things you already are. And I'm like, yo, just it's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to want to dedicate time to it. It's okay to to have emotion. Like you're you're fucking you're human. So like, just show the emotion, acknowledge it, but don't let it be so controlling that you're lo losing hair, yes. sleep, etc. Over. You know what I'm saying? And like, don't let mm -hmm. mess up your relationships with people. Um, and don't be like petty because someone else is doing better. Quote unquote than you are currently right now like they're getting the, the brands and you're not like it's okay to, and it's even okay to feel frustrated about that and not even directly because it's like how could they but not me type shit it's just like oh that's really good for them i love that for them i'm going to support and share all that stuff but that's something i want to work my way towards too so let me keep on doing it Can i tell you all the time like 
you can call this a hobby all you want, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to get into the realm of content creation, whether it's for your own or whether it's working for someone else, you've got to be, you got to be obsessive to the point because when it's yourself, yeah, you can just do it for last giggles and stuff when you want. When you're working for someone else, like your social media manager for someone else, there is no such thing as creative burnout. <laughs> creative burnout means you're unemployed. <laughs> there, there is no mm-hmm. like, there is no, oh, you know, like, nah, nah, nah. Like, what do you mean creative burnout, bro? We're paying you like $100,000 a year to do to not have that. <laughs> so it's like, you don't get that option. So I tell people, I was like, this is a grind. And this is like a, it's like a, a thing where you have to really, when you're tired, the extra reserves that come out of nowhere is called passion. And it's like, you want to get something done to help get you to that next level. So I appreciate um, someone like yourself that does so much work and effort into their videos, um, especially like the you know, quality after effects, Premiere Pro or whatever. I don't know what software you use to edit, but like, those softwares and stuff um it just takes a lot of time energy and money to do so you you do your thing but thank you rj for coming on the podcast we appreciate you like always you do a lot of great work where can the people find you out there on the interweb um so rj underscore hooks on tiktok and on twitter and instagram and then Rodney Hooks Jr. on YouTube. And I do want to say one more thing. Since, yeah, go ahead. since I have the platform, it's really speaking to me. Yeah. So I always reiterate to people, I was never, I was not always like a person with 140,000 followers. Like for 10 plus years, I was the person who was like working hours and hours, working like making, taking like three weeks to make a video, it would get 20 views. And so I remember looking at certain other people, like they do the exact same videos as me, but they're getting like thousands, hundreds of thousands of views. Yeah. Or like I'll see like my video posted on my channel, but it's posted on someone else's channel, get 10 times as many views. And I I want people to recognize, like I remember thinking it's unfair, like they're working so much less or they're working the same and they're getting more views. But I found peace in knowing like they're allowed to have their success. Um, I'm allowed to be frustrated that it's not the same, yes. but I should not be mad at their success. And like now that I'm like, getting views it's like very satisfying because like i never like changed myself to like you know whatever um but i think yes. I'm like hmm, is there someone out there who's like looking at me right now and you're like oh he's like doing what i'm doing but i'm not giving like whatever but at the end of the day you know it's okay to like want whatever's well it's okay to, like you know like want to reach towards stuff or have certain goals but it's not okay to like try and bring people down or hate them for like having success exactly um, that's just something you have to accept like it's just hard for some people it's easy for others um but focus on yourself focus on what you can do and what you can improve. There we go. And that's why RJ has what RJ has, dedication, hard work, and uh, can really articulate themselves. I uh, cannot sometimes. So with that being said, uh, you can follow me on all, all social media platforms I'm available on. It's going to be at wholesome underscore monk. And if you listen to this podcast or you watched it, you're now 10% more wholesome than you were before you listened. Peace out, everybody.